Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. and gentlemen with this latest installment of believe in the rockets a part of the believe podcast network and as always i'm your host cody davis please remember to follow me on twitter at cody davis underscore 24 once again that's cody c-o-t-y d-a-v-i-s underscore 24 ladies and gentlemen your houston rockets are on a three-game win streak and tonight they can actually extend that to four when they take on the oklahoma city thunder however i am not here to talk about the houston rockets recent success i am here once again to talk about john wall but on this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets, I'm actually going to look at it from a different perspective because there's another former point guard in New York who got his spot. Not he he, he just didn't get benched. He he got thrown out of the rotation. And of course, I'm talking about Kimba Walker. So on this latest episode, Believe in the Rockets, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to look at whether or not it makes sense for the Houston Rockets to bring in Kimba Walker. And then I'm going to close out this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets by looking at whether or not a deal between the Rockets and the Knicks can actually get done that can send Wall to New York. And of course, the Rockets getting Kimball Walker. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you, it is going to be hard given the fact that, of course, John Wall is still making, what, $40 million this year. And of course, as we all know, over the next two years, given his contract, he's going to be making, what, $91, $92 million. But before we get into this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets, before we get started, I want to tell you guys about BetOnline.com. .ag, which is back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the NBA season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. So head on over to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just remember to use the promo code believe 50 to receive your bonus and I'm telling you ladies and gentlemen bet online has you covered from everything basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino game. Do not wait to take advantage of this amazing offer available for the 2021-2022 NBA season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, for my first segment of this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets by looking at whether or not Houston should trade Wall for Walker, I want to give you guys some background information on how we got to this point. Monday afternoon, the New York Knicks head coach, Tom Thibodeau, said that he would not only be benching Kimball Walker from his starting point guard role for the New York Knicks, but he is taking Kimball Walker out of their rotation entirely. And Moving forward, Tom Thibodeau said that he felt a little bit comfortable. Matter of fact, he felt extremely comfortable by starting Alec Burks in Walker's 
place. And look, ladies and gentlemen, anytime you hear that a former all-star guard like Kimball Walker is not only getting benched, but is getting taken out of the rotation altogether, that lets you know things are not looking good for that player. And 18 games into the 2021-2022 NBA season, Kimba Walker is averaging a career low, 11 points per game. Um, he's dishing three and a half assists per game. His shooting has been, his shooting has been pretty good, shooting 42.9% from the field and of course 41.3% from behind the arc. And after Tom Thibodeau took Kimball Walker out of the rotation on Monday. Yesterday, there was a report by Bleacher Report that said that a few teams have already started to call to see what they can do to get their hands on the former all-star guard. And of course, according to Bleacher Report, the one, one of the teams that made the call to the New York Knicks was the Houston Rockets. Now, in the next segment, I'm going to get into whether or not Kimball Walker would be a fit here in Houston and how he can actually be a fit. But before we get into that, I do want to look at this from the John Wall standpoint. Now, we all know everything that's going on with John Wall at the moment. He wants to play, but not only do he wants to play, he wants to start and have a prominent role with the team. And we all know the Houston Rockets are not going for that because at the end of the day, regardless if they want John Wall to play or not, they still have to keep in mind the importance of developing their young guys, especially their young guards in Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. But when I take a look at where the New York Knicks are as of right now, and you're talking about a team that is actually a playoff caliber team as of right now, given the fact that if the playoffs started today, they would be sitting in the playoffs with an 11 and 9 record. John Wall, I'm not going to say that he puts the Knicks into championship contention, but he is a player from the 40 games that we saw last year that he still has something left in the tank. And he is a player that can actually help the New York Knicks get out of the first round. Because if you paid attention to that first round series between the Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks, the series that they lost in five, if I'm not mistaken, you can tell that the Knicks needed a floor general. And even as of right now, given the fact that they're starting this season off with an 11-9 record, and that is so-so given the expectation that they came into the season with, John Wall can actually make the New York Knicks better. Now, part of the reason why Kimball Walker has been taken out of the rotation is because he is a defensive liability. And if you know Tom Thibodeau, he has always been a defensive-minded coach. As a matter of fact, some of the Rockets' best defensive teams, especially in the mid-2000, took place when he was the assistant coach for Jeff Van Gundy. And he's always been a defensive-minded coach. And it's kind of hard for Kimball Walker to excel in Thibodeau's system because Walker has never been a defensive-minded player. And... You replace Kimball with John Wall. Wall has showcased well, although he is not the same guy who used to rack up the all-defensive team nominations every single year like his heyday with the Washington Wizards. In the 40 games that he played last year, Wall showcased that he can still be a solid defender in the league. He brings experience to the New York Knicks. Plus, at the end of the day, the New York Knicks need a pass-first point guard more than anything. And what is John Wall? A pass-first point guard. Of course, he is a guy that can go out there and get you 20, 
30 points on a good day. But at the end of the day, we all know that Wall's best attribute on the court is his ability to create for his teammates and, of course, his ability to facilitate the basketball. And that is something that the New York Knicks thought that they was getting in Kimber Walker, but he has extremely failed with the expectation that he came into the season with. You, you, you switch him for a guy like John Wall, I think that would be the best-case scenario for the New York Knicks. And for John Wall, I'm pretty sure he will have an opportunity to start in New York, given the fact that, hell, like I just mentioned, Alex Burke is starting for the New York Knicks at point guard as of right now. And I'm pretty sure Tom Thibodeau would rather see Wall put on that blue orange and white jersey with New York flash across his chest having him being his starting point guard but ladies and gentlemen coming up on the other side of the break I'm going to get into whether or not it actually makes sense for the Houston Rockets to acquire Walker and how does he fit with this team believe in the Rockets a part of the believe podcast network say goodbye to doll gifts light box lab grown diamonds are the brightest gifts of the year Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they have cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest lab-grown diamonds you will ever find at the right price of $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup as a natural diamond. However, they are just grown in a lab. And because they are going through this process, they can create stones in blush pink, beautiful blue, as well as classic white. And I'm pretty sure everybody loves that classic white diamond color. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gifts that your loved ones would not want to take off. And ladies and gentlemen, because of the price, they would not have to. And plus, they make any outfit sparkle. So it doesn't matter if you're wearing a jumpsuit or if you're dressing up, going to your best friend's wedding, whatever the case might be, Lightbox Diamond is the jewelry that is going to make your outfit stand out. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkles to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox Diamonds, never a dull moment. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets, a part of the Believe Podcast Network. And of course, we're going to continue talking about whether or not the Houston Rockets should trade John Wall to the New York Knicks in exchange for Kimba Walker. Now, with the Houston Rockets sitting at 4-16, and 16, of course, with any move that is going on with this team, the number one question you have to ask yourself is how much better does Kimber Walker make the Houston Rockets? And at this stage in Walker's career, I don't think he makes the team that much better because first and foremost, you got to take into consideration that if he was to come here to Houston, he would not be given the responsibility to carry the organization like he was asked to do with the Boston Celtics. And of course, definitely like he was asked to do with the Charlotte Hornets, earlier in his career however with all that being said I would like to see the Houston Rockets get Kimba Walker because he will bring a veteran leadership a veteran presence to this Houston Rockets locker room that is so young right now and I think if you have an opportunity to pair his veteran leadership along with Eric Gordon, if he has an opportunity to stay the entire year, to, to stay the entire season here in the city of Houston, 
I think that would actually lay a great foundation for the Rockets culture. And I don't want to talk too much into culture because I know, especially here in the city of Houston, given how much culture has been thrown around with that other team in Houston off of 16 and Kirby, we're not going to get into all of that. But when you take a look at how young this Houston Rockets team is, especially considering that this is probably going to be the most important part of the Rockets rebuild on whether or not if it's going to be successful, they need to make sure that they bring the right players inside their locker room in order to establish the chemistry that is needed in order for these players to continue going out there on the court and to perform. But of course, when they're off the court, to make sure that you have a veteran presence inside that locker room that is going to hold everyone accountable. And when I take a look at Kimber Walker and I take a look at a guy who, look, has never been in trouble, who has always been known as a pro's pro, he is someone that I want to see the Rockets pursue in order to continue developing a new culture here in the city of Houston. However, how does Kimber Walker fit on the court with this new team? Well, of course, you got to take a look at the play style. And when I look at flipping John Wall for Kimball Walker, I see a guy who is going to fit a little bit better than Wall. Because part of the reason why Wall is sitting out right now, and part of the reason why, look, I hate to say this, I'm actually hoping the Rockets continue to sit Wall. It's because he doesn't fit with this team i.e. he doesn't fit alongside Kevin Porter Jr. Because you're looking at two guys who need the ball in their hands to flourish. When I take a look at Kimball Walker, yes, although he still needs the ball in his hands in order to be effective on the court, Walker has shown time and time again that he can actually play off the ball. And if he's on the court with Kevin Porter Jr., and like I just mentioned earlier in the show, he is shooting as of right now, 41.3% from behind the arc. So that gives the Rockets a solid three-point shooter that you can play, that you can pair alongside Kevin Porter Jr. Plus, if he's on the court with, Kev- with KPJ, he doesn't have to worry about the responsibility of getting his teammates involved. He doesn't have to worry about being the primary ball handler. And I like that role for Kimball Walker, because when you go back and you take a look at his career, whether if it was in New York, whether it was in Boston, whether it was in Charlotte, he was never a pass first point guard. He was always more so of a scoring point guard. And if you bring him here to Houston, he will have an opportunity to really just focus on being something that he has always been known for. Now, of course, he's not going to be the Kimball Walker that's going to give you 30, 40, and at one time, 60 points in the game. Those days are long gone. But he is a guy where if you need a quick bucket, if you need someone to be a spark plug off the bench, that will be Kimball Walker's role. Now, of course, what I like even most about this when Kevin Porter Jr. is taking a breather breather, or Jalen Green to a certain extent, with Kimball Walker, just because he has never been a great floor general in terms of being a pass-first point guard, that does not mean Kimball Walker does not possess those attributes because he does. And he can actually be this team, let's say second, maybe third ball handler on this team because, of course, that would give the Rockets an opportunity to keep Kevin Porter Jr. as the primary ball handler. Then, of course, number two is always up in the air, depending on the game plan of that night, Jalen Green and or 
Eric Gordon. Now, of course, I have to address this. If you bring Kimber Walker to this team, you might as well say the Houston Rockets are going to be playing four against five because he is that much of a liability on the defensive side of the ball. And he has never been good at defense. <laughs> and we all know the Houston Rockets as of right now, they are not the best offensive team. However, when you take a look at the fact that he can actually be a spark to this Houston Rockets offense, and plus, as I mentioned, he is a veteran player that can actually be important to the Rockets rebuild. I think that is that is one of those situations where you're going to have to where the good actually outweigh the bad. Now, I get it. Defense is very important in the NBA, especially in today's term. But, of course, having a guy like Kimball Walker, you're going to be able to work around. Now, the biggest question on whether or not the Houston Rockets should pursue Kimball Walker is the rotation. Where does he fit within the rotation? And because of his health, and you're talking about a guy who – isn't healthy at all you're talking about a guy who has seen his fair share of injuries plus as I just mentioned you take a look at the defensive liability that he is especially at this stage in his career I think Kimball Walker will be a guy here in Houston where Steven Silas will always have an opportunity to move around and what I mean by that is I can see Kimball Walker being anywhere between the Rockets six man all the way to, let's say, their ninth man within the rotation. And I say that because, once again, it, it's, it's, going to, it's going to depend on who the Houston Rockets are playing and even more so which players are excelling at the time and which players are taking a slump at the time. The best example I could use, Daniel House. As of right now, Daniel House is playing pretty good. He's part of the reason why the Houston Rockets have been on this three-game winning streak. But we all know Daniel House at this point. We know at any point he can go into a, a, a slump and he's not going to be the guy that he has been show, showcasing over these last three games. If Daniel House go into a slump, then Kemba Walker is a guy that you can actually replace Daniel House in the, in the lineup with, maybe split his time, give Kemba Walker a little bit more minutes. That way you can sit Daniel House down and you won't have to worry about trying to figure out who's going to fill in for a house. And of course, if, if an injury occurred, and as we saw over the last two weeks, Kevin Porter Jr. was out. Now this week, Jalen Green is out. If an injury occurs, especially in that guard position, then Kimball Walker will be the perfect guy that you can call up, maybe start every now and then, once again, depending on your matchup. But he is a guy that can actually help carry the team and fill in the void if somebody get hurt now the biggest thing for me if you bring in Kimball Walker and he's playing really really good and you can actually see some chemistry forming between him and the other players your primary players I think this will be more so whether or not Steven Silas and the Rockets will prefer Walker or DJ Augustine because you're looking at two guys that their primary job is going to be as a veteran point guard to come in, especially when the offense becomes stagnant, to come in and settle the offense. When, and DJ Augustine has done a really good job at that over the past couple of weeks before being placed and the health, the NBA's health and safety protocol, you can see Steven Silas was experimenting a little bit more, giving D DJ Augustine a little bit more playing time 
over the last two weeks or so. But of course, if the Rockets were to bring in Kimball Walker, DJ Augustine might find himself buried in the depths of the Rockets bench and maybe release because you're going to have to free up that playing time. And I think the, the opportunity, the possibility on whether or not the Rockets would and should go after Kimball Walker is going to boil down to who they prefer to keep DJ Augustine in the same role that he has been over these last two weeks, or do you want to risk taking it up a little bit of a notch? Because I do believe Kimball Walker is still the better player. I can see the Rockets kind of hoping to enhance that role just a little bit in hopes of bringing in Kimball Walker. And of course, Kimball Walker and Steven Silas have a great relationship with each other. As a matter of fact, Silas was Kimball Walker assistant coach for at least six years from 2012 all the way to 2017 when he was his assistant coach, of course, during his time with the Charlotte Hornets. And those who already have a relationship, both Walker and Silas has spoke very highly about each other over the last year or so, ever since Coach Silas took over as the Houston Rockets newest head coach. And, you know, that that is something that is also important, especially for a guy like Kimba Walker, who is now entering a new phase in his career where he's not the all-star, he is not a team's number one option. In order for him to accept that role and, of course, excel in it, then, of course, you're looking at a situation where it's going to be better if he is able to reunite with a coach that he's already familiar with. And of course, look, Steven Silas, because he actually helped develop Kimball Walker, you're looking at a situation where he can also put Walker in a, in a, in a position to where he can get the best out of Walker and Walker could get the best out of himself at this stage in his career. But ladies and gentlemen, before we close out this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets, I do want to look at the possibility on if this trade can happen, because of course, the number one thing that is holding this trade back is John Wall's contract. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, before we close out this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets, I do want to look at whether or not it is a realistic possibility that the Rockets can actually acquire Kimball Walker due to the financial aspect of things. And ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a hard trade for both Raphael Stone and Scott Perry, who is, of course, the New York Knicks general manager, to pull off. Because first and foremost, I think when you weigh the good and the bad, when you take a look at what the New York Knicks are, as I mentioned in the first segment, and of course, you know, the potential fit Kimball Walker could be here in Houston. I think this is a trade where both teams and, and even both players would appreciate. However, on the flip side of things, it's going to be hard because the New York Knicks are going to have to find a way to take on John Wall's, what, $91, $92 million contract over the next two seasons. And Kimball Walker contract isn't that bad. I mean, as a matter of fact, you're looking at a, you're looking at a guy after he was traded from the Boston Celtics to the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder bought him out and he signed a two-year contract with the New York Knicks worth only 18 to 19 million. So you're looking at a situation where 
you're going to bring in a veteran player that can actually still be vital to your team's success this year and next. And you only going to pay him in a ballpark or somewhere around somewhere in the ballpark range of eight to nine million. I think that would be a realistic and a a really great scenario for the Rockets, especially considering that they are on the verge of paying John Wall his entire $41 million contract to do absolutely nothing this season. I think that will be a win for the Houston Rockets. As for the New York Knicks, they will have to find a way to take on that big contract At the time of this recording right now, I'm not really too familiar with the Knicks' financial aspect of things. But given the fact that you are bringing Wall in, who still has something left in the tank, and I think he is good enough to actually get your team over the hump, let's say get you to the second round of the playoffs, I think that can also be a win for the New York Knicks as well. (laughs) However. I don't see a trade like this happening because it's going to be extremely hard for the Knicks to come close to matching Wall's contract. And the only way I can see this happening is if the Knicks depart from, let's say, Kevin Knox, maybe a rookie like Quentin Grimes, who... By the way, I would love to see Quentin Grimes play for the Rockets. Then the Rockets will actually have two former University of Houston prodigies on their roster, Monty Brooks and Quentin Grimes. I think that would be really good. Plus, Quentin is from Texas. That would be really good. And I had an opportunity to cover Quentin in college his first year at U of H. And I think it would be a very important piece to the Rockets rebuild if he had had an opportunity to come here. But even in a situation like that, you're looking at three players getting traded for a guy that, yes, he still has something left in the tank. He is nowhere near the guy that he was in Washington. And, of course, I'm talking about John Wall. I definitely do not see the New York Knicks trading three players in hopes of matching the contract of John Wall in order to make this trade go down. And even in a situation like that, I think John Wall's contract is so big to where those three guys still do not come close to matching the $41 million salary that Wall has for this coming season. But that's one way the Rockets could get things done. If the, if it is, if the Knicks say, you know what, let's just throw this player and that player in i'm not sure if they have a trade exception but if they do i'm pretty sure they will throw that in in order to get their hands on wall or they could bring in a third team and because this is a low risk kind of low award type of deal going both ways i don't see the rockets in the knicks being desperate enough to get a third team involved in order to get the contracts and the salaries and everything to match up that, but it's the realistic scenario. And in order for that to happen, it's all going to boil down to whether or not the New York Knicks, how bad the Knicks would like to get their hands on John wall, because look at the end of the day, John wall did play only 40 games with the Houston Rockets. And even though It it, it wasn't the prettiest basketball at times. Wall still proved that he can still be a vital 
piece to any organization because like I like I've been mentioning this whole entire show, he still has something to play for. He averaged 20 points last year for the Rockets while dishing seven assists per game while recording a steal and a half. John can still be a vital piece to any team, especially a team like the Knicks, but it's all going to come down to whether or not the Knicks wants to take on John Wall's contract, just like all the other teams in the league. And it's part of the reason why Wall is probably going to finish this at least this season as a member of the Houston Rockets because his contract, at, at least for this year, is that hard to move. And by the way, I do want to throw this little tidbit in before closing out. If a deal were to get done between the Knicks and the Rockets, you're looking at a situation where you're going to have to listen to these rumors and read about these rumors for at least the next two and a half weeks because Kimball Walker signed as a free agent this offseason, which means he cannot be traded until December 15th. So around that time, that is when I really expect to see the John Wall, Kimball Walker trade rumors to really start heating up. But ladies and gentlemen, that is actually going to do it for this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets, a part of the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And while you're following me on Twitter, please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter as well, at Believe in Rockets. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.